Book Clan, now is the time. Your drafts are upon us. If you're drafting this weekend, next weekend, anytime, if you're part of the Megala Bowl and you want to win at your draft, you need the Ultimate Draft Kit. It's going to give you all the information you need. Our special tier-based rankings are in there. Our video profiles, our sleepers, our breakouts, our busts, everything to set you up for success. You can get it at theultimatedraftkit.com. To the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. Friday, August 25th, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Happy to be with you. Jason Moore, Mike Wright. I'm Andy Holloway. Deucer's Alley once again. Back in tip-top shape. The pit boss is back. Yeah. The judge. We needed a judge yesterday. I'm the pit boss? You are now. Wow. (laughs) Welcome back, Brooksy. Thank you. Al Borland is here, the Rapscallion with us. And uh, great show for you today. Hopping into another mock draft ahead of the weekend. A lot of drafts happening Saturday, Sunday, and um, maybe even tonight, Friday night drafts. Uh, one of the two biggest draft weekends of the year, and we want you ready to go. There are a lot of uh, movers and shakers and opportunities for you to take advantage of your league mates and make them feel stupid. Mm. It's one of my favorites. Goal number one for me in during the year is to win. Goal number two is for the people closest to me to lose. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I have the same checklist misery, so far. Misery loves company. Uh-huh. And if I lose, I do not want others to win. Yes. Right. So um, I plan to both draft so I can win and draft so you can lose. Yeah, that's it's a good goal. I've got my goals slightly reversed. Um, I, I realize you how want difficult it is. No, no, that no. would be, I want to shame my league mates first and win the championship second. Cause I, you know, you, you winning the championship, right. I can't do that every year. Just to be honest, I can shame my, my sure. league mates every single year. That's gotta be top priority. Yeah. I like to imagine like if I were in a lake and we're in the middle and I've got a nice fancy raft with a motor on it, and I'm just driving by you guys, right? Mm. As you as you struggle to stay afloat, right? But should I fall in to the water? Oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm jumping I'm jumping on your backs, and I'm just <laughs> I'm doing the push down move to to elevate me up while you go to the bottom of the lake. Okay, so you you Voorhees, you you murder us is what you're saying metaphorically. Okay, Jason, I think that <laughs> might have gone a little too far. Uh, this is fantasy football we're talking about. Yeah, it's serious. <laughs> Very this, serious. This is a pretend game that I take very serious. So, Mike, you could tell them to pick up the Ultimate Murder Kit <laughs> at uh, ultimatedraftkit.com. I I mean, if you pick it up, you're not going to get very good tips for that. F- you can get figurative tips, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is a big show, though. We got a 12-team PPR mock draft. We got some news to talk about, and we welcome you in to another episode of the show. Please make sure you're following, subscribing. Stay with us all season, five days a week, until the end of the f- the football season. 
and and then we never go away, even if you want us to. It's just part of our contract. We're we're there. Our contract, <laughs> our contract with, with, with you pe- with, the yeah, with the people. Uh quick question of the day comes from John. He says I'm co managing a team with my friend. What tips would you suggest to make sure the season runs smoothly and successfully? Uh I mean the the biggest tip is whose team is it? That's number one. Mm-hmm. Who is who is the is manager? Is there true co ownership? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is who is the head manager and who is the co manager? So I will for example, uh the infamous Dino Junior team that Jason and I run. Champ, champ, champ. champ. As is, well, it's that news is widely available. I am the co. Jason is the one who was signed up for. Yeah, the, we're both co's. <laughs> Andy, Andy's desperately trying to slide in here. He wants in on champ, 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 champ. <laughs> he keeps trying to get us to add him as another co-manager so that he can ride on the coattails of our amazing championship 100%. run. It's smart, and I recommend you do that too. I, it sounds like the most Jason thing ever. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I'm not going to allow it, right. but I don't but, blame yeah. the effort. But the point is, I fully understand and recognize that Jason was the one who signed up for the team, and then I signed up to help. And my job is as the co-manager. I like for its dynasty, so I'm um, you know, I'll, I'll scour the waiver wire, and then I won't input the move. I just I'll message Jason, say, hey. This player, I think, looks like someone we could drop because, look, on the waiver wire, there's this player. What do you think? And then Jason gives the green light, and then he either puts it in or I put it in. But as I understand that I am the co, so I am simply in a support role and that the the true manager so is – So you're the support is, champ, champ, champ? That, yeah, and okay. I have I have no problem with that because I, I think I am a tremendous co-manager. I you have, are a great co-manager. Thank you. I have a co-manager for my league record team that – you just you tell him to shut up. I don't r- really seek <laughs> enough advice from. I, th- yeah, I mean, what happens is, is I have good intentions there, but when push comes to shove, when we when you get into the nitty gritty of you need to make a trade, you need sometimes, you know, it's like a, if you own a company, you you know your employees they might do the work, but then like, then you sometimes you got to go do the work yourself and get it done to make sure it gets done right. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes I just take over. Yeah, most of the time, like the, our League of Record team, I've had a co-manager for a long time, and most of the time, I don't ever even think to ask, you know, anything. With I just make my moves, and then he helps from time to time whenever he sees something he wants. I, I don't even think of going to him, but it is nice to be able to say in the trade discussion, uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have run. to, yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to my co-manager. I'm not sure if he will allow me to make this. <laughs> offer it's so good so yeah. i'll have to yeah. he says you that, use them he says that he starts a stopwatch yes <laughs> he lets it get to five minutes so let the other person sweat a little bit mm-hmm. and he's like, okay i'll i'll take it if you do this right and then once the trade goes through i'll let the co-man yeah. know <laughs> they're great at drafts they're really fun at drafts if you have a co-manager that's the most enjoyable part of it is is being at the draft with your team because then you can make those decisions together. Um, it's fun. So, uh, you know, in terms of making it smooth and successful, it's the same stuff we talk about for a league, too. Communication. Have a have a chat going for the league. Uh, make sure that you can talk about everything. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. 
Ravens tight end Mark Andrews missed oh. Wednesday's practice with an unspecified injury. Come on, man. John Harbaugh's quote says nothing serious. He's dealing with something that we're kind of working through right now. Good. It's not serious nor specific. Wow, Harbaugh. Dealing with something that we're kind of working through right now. Man, did you hear Harbaugh's quotes about uh, after because you know this this preseason they they finally lost. Yes, they which lo Washington did not care. They didn't care if they were going to break the oh. Ravens' streak. They, they, they twenty four straight preseason games. They let us know they didn't care. They just played their starters for a really long time against the Ravens' backups and then celebrated tremendously oh, when yeah. they won. You got to rush the field. It's preseason. <laughs> <laughs> but after the game, Harbaugh was salty. Was he? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, they, look, it is weird. Like, their streak was something special, though. Yeah. A 20-plus preseason game winning streak. It's so many games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a variety of Jonathan Taylor rumors. Uh, Dolphins have some interest. Eagles have some interest. Heard this morning. Uh, the Rams. The Rams have yeah. some interest. So... The the cost is going to be pretty high, I think. And uh, there's also been discussions about the fact that the Colts want him back and Jonathan Taylor has mutual interest in that. He is mutually interested in money. The Correct. man Correct. wants money. Yeah, he wants to be paid to play running back in the NFL. Uh, Which, uh, <laughs> I apologize, I can't remember who tweeted it, but I did not come up with it, but... People were. I saw people uh, talking about. Well, what are the Eagles doing? Like they just traded for Swift. Like and then someone very clever. They said, well, they're making the elite move because they. This is their opportunity to pull a Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess they could. They could pull a Taylor a Taylor Swift. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, well, I enjoyed it far more than you guys did. <laughs> yeah. The Dolphins have had interest in Dalvin Cook, didn't want to pay the price. They've had interest Ma in John. Maybe. Do we know for sure that that's what happened? Or did Dalvin Cook say, no, I'd rather go to the Jets? Dalvin Cook is interested in money, Mike. No, I, uh, I know. And but the Dolphins are the hometown team. They were not willing to, to meet the needs of Dalvin Cook. I'm just saying, I hadn't seen a report <laughs> of, like, what's an official offer the Dolphins get? Because... Well, like, did the Dolphins offer six or or something close? And he was like, uh, or you know what I mean? Listen, I didn't see anything about it just being money. If, if I'm Dalvin Cook, I think that the Jets have a slightly stronger chance to, to win the Super Bowl than the Dolphins do. The Dolphins apparently made an exploratory call on Josh Jacobs. That didn't go far. They are looking... I said, where is he? They're said, looking for a know. running back, but they're not looking to break the bank. I mean, I think that's been clear this offseason. Devon A. Chain, Jeff Wilson dealing with injuries. Raheem Mostert's the starter. Um, Salvin Ahmed, Miles Gaskin still on the roster. Cole Komet left practice early with an undisclosed injury. We're monitoring that. Alan Lazard exited practice. Jets wide receiver. AC joint sprain in his shoulder. Uh, team not worried about his week one availability. What was his injury heading into last year? Was it, was it his shoulder? Remember. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and look it up. Uh, any other news, Brooksy, that you have seen? Ain't, it was an ankle. <laughs> Nothing anyway. yet. He, Lazard has been occasionally banged up, that's yeah. for sure. And we had the news yesterday that uh, Corey Davis has retired, as well as some, uh, I don't know, Cobb hype train 
that Randall Cobb will be more involved in the offense than people expect. I think that will certainly be the case with McCall Hardman based on the way that camp has used him. Uh, but I don't know if that means fantasy value. Also, considering my uh, my projection for Cobb being involved in the offense was almost zero, so if that goes to 3%, that's way higher than I thought. My guy territory? Almost. Okay. Uh, that was today's news and notes brought to you by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. The Fantasy Footballers Mock Draft. Well, we're jumping right into it. Head-to-head-to-head -to -head -to -head mock draft. We're going to go 12-team PPR today heading into the weekend. One quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one flex. Four bench. And uh, Brooksy randomly picked spots for us. Mike at the three. I'm sitting at the six. And Jason near the turn at the 11. And away we go. Justin Jefferson off the board with the 101. Jamar Chase goes off the board with the 102. Is that what you expected, hmm. Mike? It is not. I mean, we're in a PPR, so I get it. Uh, but my strategy heading into the – I guess my just my plan going into this draft was I expect I'll get Jamar Chase, and then we'll see if, if I just stick with heavy wide receiver. But with the two wide receivers going and Chris McCaffrey on the clock, that's a pretty easy selection for me. All right, Christian McCaffrey at the 103. Ooh, wow. Well, that was spicy. Wow, I'm happy. Travis Kelsey went off the board at 104. Austin Eckler at 105. And at 106, I have my pick between two wide receivers. Both I would be thrilled to get at the 106. That would be Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. I currently have Tyreek Hill as my number two fantasy wide receiver this okay. season and he will be my pick i was actually excited at the prospect of uh mock draft here where i started with a wide receiver i just didn't expect it to happen because i figured uh eckler would I, be i'd be pick. staring down yeah either eckler or you know tyreek and cup would be off the board and i you know not have that option so uh i'm gonna go tyreek hill and see how the early wide receiver goes full ppr league Bijan goes at 107, creeping up draft boards. Mike, you said you've moved him up in your rankings. I have. Cooper Cup at the 108. CeeDee Lamb at the 109. Stephon Diggs at 110 with Jason on the clock at the 111. Yeah, what I'm looking at here is the, the last true elite, elite pass-catching running back on the board. You've got McCaffrey, Eckler, and Bijan off in a full PPR. Those guys project to have a ton of targets. Maybe you could throw Ramondre in there as a really good pass catcher who might have a ton of targets. We don't know. But Saquon being there, to me, that's the end of a PPR tier. I thought I would be going wide receiver at the end. You know, Usually at the sure. 11 spot, that's where I'm getting a wide receiver. But with Barkley still on the board, I'm happy to select him. Uh, McCaffrey to Mike in the first. I took Tyreek. Jason went with Saquon. Uh would that pick have changed in a half or a full, Jason? Would you have – I don't know where you have Nick Chubb in the, that format compared to Barkley. Yeah, I, I think if this was – Or Derrick Henry. Well, yeah. If, I mean, if it was, you know, no PPR, Derrick Henry flies up, uh, you know, if it was standard league, which I hate that. Why Why do we standard? still call that standard? That's not the standard in any platform, but uh, I digress. Um yeah, I, I, Chubb is probably a player I like more than Saquon Barkley if it's half PPR. In full PPR, I, I want the 
chance at 100 targets. Makes sense. Nick Chubb did go next at 112, so you don't get both of them. A.J. Brown at 201, and Jason, you're back on the clock here at the 202. Yeah, so um, because I'm near a turn uh, at the very beginning, I usually prefer to go one running back, one wide receiver so that I have flexibility to double tap uh, whichever position falls to me at the next turn. So I'm looking at the wide receivers here. you got Devontae Adams, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson. Those are the three guys that I I love all three. Full PPR, I am addicted to Amon Ross St. Brown. But I'm going to go for upside here. I'm going to go for youth explosivito. Uh, <laughs> huh? Is that sound like a a prescription drug? Yeah, explosivital. Um, so i i haven't uh, I haven't done this much, but I want to actually get Garrett Wilson on the roster. I was, was going to ask: Did you have you watched all of Hard Knocks? Are you caught up? Or I, are you just bypassing? I have right not. Now? I have not seen the latest episode. There just there was like a little clip of Rogers being mic'd up, and people are. Ask him, well, you know, how, how's Garrett Wilson? He's special. Yeah. And we, I mean, it's not that we didn't. Now it's official. We didn't know. We already knew that Garrett Wilson was a special player, but it's it's nice to hear the, the captain calling you a special wide receiver. Alan Lazard injured, obviously, is going to be back week one. Corey Davis retired. Garrett Wilson's going to be the dude there. And so I'll take the upcoming new young Devontae Adams to Aaron Rodgers instead of Devontae Adams. All right. So you want Garrett Wilson? Amon Ra went next, and Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry at the 205 in a full PPR is probably probably a steal, especially if you end up with Cooper Cup in the first like Team 8 did. Devontae Adams went at 206, taking him off the board for me with the next pick. I, I would have would have given him a, a strong look here in a full PPR when he could push for 160, 70, 170 targets, uh, but he's gone. So I'm I'm staring down uh, options at wide receiver. Tyree kills teammate Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave. Uh, you got Devontae <laughs> Smith. Would you ever do would that? Would you go full Dolphins? No. Okay. I if the, if this was like second and third round or third and fourth round, you know, for for that teammate combination, right. that it would be more tempting. But putting all the eggs in that basket for the first two rounds. And knowing that that football cannot uh, split in two right. midair and be you know caught by both of these receivers, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be willing to take that chance. Would be a fun team to have Tyreek Waddle and then, and then get Tua at, as your late round quarterback. <laughs> like you would if you're staring that down in in a head to head match. If you go on your platform, you look, you go, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not so comfortable against that. Yeah, that that would be. That would be scary, especially if they had a good matchup. Yeah. yeah. The matchup would be everything because imagine, you know, when Tua has a bad game or the Dolphins right. don't do well, you've yep. just got no chance. I think what I'll do here is I, I agree with Jason. I want some flexibility moving forward, and I don't have Adams or Amon Ra, who would have been probably selected here. I'm going to go with a running back that had 64 targets in each of the last two years, 53 and 54 receptions in each of the last two years. Oh, and he was the rushing champ. I will take Joshua <laughs> Jacobs. You're not afraid of the buffet? The buffet? Yeah. The buffet he's at to become Fat Thor as Mike uh If you think I'm desires. in on this joke to the point where I will remember <laughs> that you're making it. Jason's in. I, I, I love the joke. I, I, I think he's going to come back and be awesome. Yeah. Um, he's just going to be Thor. It's just the worst. <laughs> 
Uh, Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I am a little nervous. I thought what you were going to say is like a really astute thing. Like, are you a little nervous that he's still not in camp? It's. I'm saying the same thing. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not worried about his weight. I am not feeling great about the. I mean, people are drafting this weekend. Right. You've got and in the player that just went after him, Jonathan Taylor. Both those guys have not put on the pads this year. So I I feel better about Jacobs because the news has been more positive around the organization, but it's still nerve-wracking. Like, I need that – someone deliver a, a nice contract and a, a pin to Josh Jacobs. I, I really like taking Josh Jacobs right now. He's falling into a place in the second round where I, I believe he's a good value, and I am not as scared. Like, I, I say year after year, don't buy the injury dip, right? A guy's injured throughout camp and he's falling a little bit, don't don't draft him. It's, it, it, it usually doesn't work out. It's like 80% of the time it's a, it's a, it's a negative pick to make Is that. Is Jonathan Taylor an injury dip? Yes, to me that's the difference. Okay. The difference to me between uh, Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor is that I believe Jonathan Taylor's still injured. Uh, he's still recovering from that ankle injury. We don't know that for sure, mainly because he hasn't been at camp, but I, you know that, that's been reported that he is still – training rehabbing through that ankle injury so that's really the reason I am more cautious on Jonathan Taylor I'm not cautious at all with Jacobs so if you're drafting well, this weekend that makes me that's feel great. my personal advice Barkley and Wilson from uh Jason I have Tyree Kill and Josh Jacobs through two rounds you have a full PPR 12 team Mike you have Christian McCaffrey he fell to you at 103 and you are on the clock yeah it's this is super tough for me uh Chris Olave is there Tony Pollard is there, and I think we're at the point of, you know, Ramondre. Uh, Jalen Waddle is it, there. Uh, Ramondre, yeah, Waddle. In a, I know he's got the big play. Is will the the will the receptions go back up? That remains to be a question. Uh, but of the 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 running backs with the true pass catching chops, guys who can just even if they have a bad game on the ground, they just PPR their way to uh, still top fifteen production. Tony Pollard, Ramondre is still, I think, in that category. But after that, maybe Joe Mixon. But we we, we talked him up yesterday. You might be able to get him next round. I'm, yeah, as well, if I'm playing the ADP game. So I'm going to go, because Joe is there a little bit lower, I'm going to go with Chris Olave. I'm going to take my guy. All right, so you and Olave and Pollard and Devontae Smith went next. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the third round of this PPR mock draft. Welcome back in through two oh, rounds. <laughs> Jason has Saquon and Garrett Wilson. I have Tyree Kill and Josh Jacobs. Mike went with McCaffrey and Olave. After the Olave pick in the second round, Pollard and Devontae Smith finished out the second. And then uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Travis Etienne went one and two in the third round. So, Mike, you are back on the clock. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about. This is a tremendous draft spot to be in because <laughs> the amount of guys that I'm excited to draft is still very high. So I'm looking at my rankings here. Like I still have Ramondre as a top 12 guy. I have Yeah, that's crazy. I have Jalen Waddle as a top 12 wide receiver. I have Joe Mixon inside my top 10. And You really liking the 103. Yeah, this is this is an abundance of riches, almost two wealthy you here can at skip the, the pick i don't mind am i allowed to do that yes <laughs> absolutely jason's staring down a what 10 more picks before you're yeah. 
Well, you heard it. Pass. He uh, passed. But was it the Ravens that did that in the NFL draft? Uh, uh, the the Vikings. I, oh, who missed the pick entirely I, and had to come back one more pick later? I, I think it was the two teams. I think it was the Vikings. Maybe that it was missed the, Vikings. the pick. Yeah, I think it was the Vikings that missed the pick, and, and the, I think they did it two years in a row. And then like, the other team just like ran the card up, like no takes he back. So he's, uh, man, all right, I'm gonna take. I'll take Joe Mixon here. I'll get some exposure to the Cincinnati Bengals offense and a guy who should should catch sixty plus receptions. Are you shocked? As shocked as I am? That I took Mixon over who? Ramondre. Uh, I have Mixon ranked higher. Yeah. I, wow, Ramondre's taking a dip, huh? It's it's just one spot, to be fair. Okay. I didn't I guess I didn't realize that Ramondre has been cemented on your Mount Rushmore of running backs for for yeah. the early part of the offseason, but yeah, I didn't I didn't realize Mixon had moved up that much. I must have Zeke, said Zeke smooshed it. Wow. Okay. Well then that makes sense. If you have him ranked higher, that makes sense. Yep. Uh not to the point like they're one spot apart, so this is just splitting hairs, you know. Maybe I'm in maybe I'm just slightly feeling Ramondre Stevenson in that moment. Either of them is is a great pick right I, there. I I'm about to be I'm about to be feeling Ramondre Stevenson <laughs> myself right here because Jalen Waddle and T. Higgins just went next. Um, <clears throat> but your guy's there. I know. <laughs> I know. It was going to be an easy slam on Ramondre. PPR league, getting two foundational running backs here uh, with 50-plus receptions each. Like you can, I think you can book it. <clears throat> but you're speaking of Jameer Gibbs. Indeed I am. Uh, the running backs right now – or I'm sorry, the wide receivers right now are a, a tier that I'm willing to like wait till the next round because I'm very comfortable in a PPR with a handful of these guys. I want I wanted to go look and see where I have where do I have these two running backs that I'm deciding between ranked in a Gibbs, full PPR. Gibbs and Ramondre? Yeah, I've got Ramondre. Oh, I've got Ramondre two spots lower. Ooh, that makes it easier. I'm, I'm following the rankings. Jameer Gibbs it is. All right. But the heart does want what the heart wants. Well, Jason might end up with him because – Holy uh, Toledo, he did. Ah! <laughs> Come that, on. So, so let me explain the grunts and screams. I took Gibbs, Metcalf, Lamar, Najee, and then – I'm one pick away. Jason's my guy, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews almost fell to the 311. That's why I love him. So is Ramondre a consolation prize for you? Where do you have him in a full PPR league? Because uh, it looks like 12 to me. Me and you have him at the same spot. That's not so bad, is no. it? He's no Mark Andrews, but he's Ramondre at the back of the third. Yeah, I mean, getting a top 12 running back there is... You can get uh, Zeke later and just put them together. <laughs> oh, man, do I would I love to have <laughs> Zeke on my team. And just wake up and hate yourself every day. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, here I am uh, looking at either wide receiver or running back. I, I have the flexibility to go in either direction. Uh, there is a wide receiver on the board that I have been rising on. Who's and that? I think it will surprise you all. A surprise rise? A surprise rise, as happens sometimes. It better not be DeAndre Hopkins. In the mornings? No, uh, it is Debo Samuel. Oh, you know I put... Uh, I, I know that you I'll like put a big trade together for him. You like Debo Samuel. I like Debo Samuel, but I do think at the running back position, when you've got a guy who's going to catch this many passes, he's a top twelve guy in my rankings. Uh, I will take Ramondre Stevenson. So I'll have Barkley, Garrett Wilson, Ramondre Stevenson. That's great from the one eleven. 
Yeah, I'm happy. I don't, with I don't know it. how you could start better than that. Uh, Calvin Ridley at the 312. Joe Burrow went next at the 401. So quarterback landscape: Mahomes and Allen in the second, Hurts and Lamar in the third, and Joe Burrow in the fourth. Yeah, this is where it's really, really tough for me. Um, I'm. You got I'm, Keenan, the PPR machine there. Yeah, Keenan Allen is certainly in consideration. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm rising on Debo, and then of course. I want to get a my guy. You guys both got a my guy. I haven't got a my guy, so I think I'm going to go that route, and uh, I'm going to take Justin Fields here. Um, oh, it, it's hard spicy. to go into the fifth round with one wide receiver, and so th this is where this is why you mock draft. You try things like this and say, at the end of this draft. Did I find value at wide receiver where I love it when I took Justin Fields and, you know, and two running backs and I, you know, or did I hate it? So I'm going to find out later and I'm guessing I'm going to really like my team. I, I It would be consistent with we, we history. Can, we can talk ourselves into some terrible things sometimes. Yeah, we can. So because of that, uh, Ken Walker, Brees Hall went next and then Debo at 405, he would have been my pick at 407 but he cannot be however in a full PPR league mm. to partner with Tyreek Hill and I cannot think of two more perfect yeah uh, it's the uh, perfect pairing it's a perfect pairing to go along with Josh Jacobs and Jameer Gibbs I am adding PPR machine Keenan Keenan Allen mm. I like that pick Keenan Allen and Tyreek Hill together is exactly what I want on fantasy football rosters give me extreme volatility or, or at least explosiveness yeah. with Tyreek Hill and then a consistent wide receiver too. It's, it's great. I love it. In fact, if I'm being honest and uh, I don't like saying this, but I, I really like both your teams. So I'm, I think this draft is going to be decided over the back half in terms of uh, who wins the vote, who wins the day. That's fair. I think you're about You can ruin it right here though. Mark, oh, I think if you're, you're willing. I think you're about to not like my team very much. Uh, oh no, I know where you're going. <laughs> looking at Don't do it. Cuz I'm looking at Oh my gosh. Cuz I I feel like uh, You taking Brian Robinson light? <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Um looking at the wide receivers, so ADP we got Amari Cooper, Terry, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Drake London. I do think Amari like, Cooper at in at this spot in the draft is sure. nobody ever wants to draft him. Yeah. But he could be really, really good he, in a PPR league. He he could. He could be absolutely incredible. Should Deshaun Watson bounce back to just being competent? Because th that's like what did Jacoby Brissett do last year? It wasn't special, but it was just competent average quarterback play. And Amari Cooper thrived when that was happening, and then Deshaun Watson was awful and Amari Cooper you know, plummeted. So if Watson just like your my projection for Watson is is more negative. Andy's is you feel like he can bounce back to being good. And it's just like if they're in the range of outcomes, if he just is okay, Amari Cooper should be great. But like but again, looking at the wide receivers, I don't know that I like there's a bunch of upside. Don't love them all. I had fully intended on getting Darren Waller in with my next pick, but if I bypass wide receiver here that might look uh, pretty ugly. Pretty tough in a PPR? Yes, it might look pretty tough in a PPR. But I'm going to do it anyways. Let's let's mock draft. Let's find out what happens, like Jason said. I'm going to take certainly not a bust, J.K. Dobbins. 
in a full PPR, it's even more disgusting. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, Amari Cooper goes next. George Kittle, Damian Pierce, Terry McLaurin. Thank you so much for fixing that whole I like both your team situation. You're that, welcome. I mean, that was moments so ago. Do you still like my team, though? Yeah, I, I do. Haven't, I, haven't I do like ruined your team. It yet. Yeah, you haven't, uh, you haven't ruined it. No, um, Mike, you're back on the clock. And I'm, I'm going to follow through with the plan because I want to see – I'm going to see if I like the wide receivers, what my team does after this. So I'm going to take Darren Waller, who especially in a PPR mm -hmm. should like if if in this format, if anyone can really challenge Mark Andrews for number two, it's Darren Waller. Well, I am sitting here at the 506 and I was sniped. Ooh, you wanted the other Justin, huh? It would no, have, you wanted the stack. It would have been perfect if I could have taken Justin Herbert at the 506. He went at 505. It would have been a stack with Keenan Allen, the final quarterback in the elite tier that we're looking at in those two rounds. Uh, but it was not to be. So at wide receiver, some names I'm going to throw out there uh, for consideration. There's a lot of names I still love. Jerry Judy, we talked about him yesterday. Uh, you've got both Tampa Bay wideouts. Got Christian Watson and Drake London, all available. Tyler Lockett as well. I am more interested though in uh, in targeting a uh, running back here. I have Jacobs and Gibbs. I like Alvin Kamara. I don't know where he's going to go in this draft. The reception totals are going to be good. He's sus. He's sus. Yeah, I agree. I was just reading what he's marked down as. Oh, suspended. Okay. <laughs> Jason, we really enjoyed oh, that. Oh, I really liked that. <laughs> we're back. That was, yeah, we're back. That was good. He's sus. I'm going to take the uh, the starter and a receiving threat out of Carolina, who's back at practice and healthy, no concerns on the year. I'm going to take Miles Sanders in the fifth round. Drake London, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson, Chris Godwin, Jason back on the clock. He just <laughs> grunted again. Yeah, I really <laughs> – Who'd you want? I wanted Chris Godwin. Um, Too bad. I, I, I had a plan from when I took Justin Fields looking at – got a plan? <laughs> looking at the ADP, I thought that this turn I could double-tap Chris Godwin and Tyler Lockett to fulfill my PPR wide receivers – and unfortunately, one spot early, it did not happen. Join me, Jason. Join me in the high T territory. Well, there is not. It's dangerous. Uh, I mean, I Mike has three of five picks as running backs. I have three of five picks at running backs. Oh, Andy's high T as well. And uh, Jason has two picks at running backs so far. I could make it three of five, and I won't. Uh, I don't think there's a, a running back here good enough to um, stop myself from assuring I get Tyler Lockett. Um, I love that you didn't think there was a running back good enough <sighs> there. I yeah. love that because Alexander Madison was there. Yep. And you said it's not good enough. Yeah, I I, I, I like Alexander Madison, but the fact that I've got Barkley and Ramondre and I only had enough. Garrett Wilson, that's the tiebreaker for me. It's gonna he, be was just, he was bad enough to pass on. Man, when, when the boys in purple are good this year, Andy, you're, you're talking gonna, about JK. You're going to be in shambles. What if it, is that it? Is it a jersey thing? I guess. I'm just I'm attracted to like, the color purple. I don't like the purple. I guess it's purple it's, rain. It's the royal color. Mm -hmm. It's the kings. Yeah, yeah. Kings have short lives. <laughs> they, um, yeah, that's fair point. <laughs> <laughs> but you took Tyler Lockett at five eleven. Uh, Madison goes next, and then Kyle Pitts. Stolen from you, Jason. I have certainly uh, cooled on Kyle Pitts. Have you? 
Well, a little bit because I I I see the targets he's receiving. Yeah. And they remind me a lot of the targets he was receiving last year. So I'm I'm you know, I I love the talent and I like the draft cost usually of Kyle Pitts. I've seen him much later in the sixth round, falling to the seventh. Um I am a little jealous of Mike having Darren Waller having a solid tight end there. And when I look through all the players, the wide receivers that are on the 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 board right now, I'm not thrilled with uh, with Alexander Madison. He, he he probably would have been my pick, but he went off the board. I'm actually going to try taking Dallas Goddard here. Uh, oh, wow, uh, I think, two onesies through six. Yeah, I mean, taking okay. him in the fourth and the sixth isn't that bad to me. If you were to spend a, a second and a third, but right now I've got in my opinion, two really good running backs, two really good wide receivers. So I don't fear taking that onesie if I've got those positions locked up. All right, Dallas Goddard is the pick. Lawrence, Kamara, Ayuk, and Akers go next. And one thing I do not fear is grabbing a second my guy in the sixth round. Mike Evans on the roster, PPR league, plenty of targets coming his way at the 607. DeAndre Swift and James Conner go next. So through six rounds, Jason has Saquon and Ramondre at running back, Garrett Wilson and Lockett at wide receiver, Justin Fields and uh, Dallas Goddard. I have uh, Tyreek Keenan and Mike, Ev Mike Evans at wide receiver, Jacobs, Gibbs, and Sanders, and no onesies yet. Mike's got McCaffrey, Mixon, and Dobbins. Olave at wide receiver, Waller at tight end, and you are on the clock, sir. And the having only Chris Olave at this point through six, I'm going to be pretty hyper focused here on wide receiver and try and get some hits. Uh, it might he's he is certainly I think he's volatile and he's fragile this year. I'm taking Mike Williams of the Chargers, and what what I mean by that is there there is a world that exists that what if what if Quentin Johnson it just happens to be better? I don't think it will be obviously I'm taking Mike Williams in the sixth but just saying like there are outcomes where the season goes into a meteor crater for for Mike Williams but I'm going to take him there because I knew that on the way back I would get a PPR stabilizer mm. in Deontay Johnson to be my wide receiver three which is a great pick in the seventh round yeah I, I love what you just did there that is reminiscent of what it's I was guess. trying to do last at, at my turn and honestly when I was taking Dallas Goddard it, I was between Dallas Goddard and Mike Williams mm. all right uh I am back on the clock just taking Mr. Mike Evans in the last round uh I have three wideouts and three running backs and I am staring down two players one wide receiver one running back here in the draft uh I am looking at I could be the guy in this draft that takes a chance on Javante Williams in the seventh round. Got three running backs already. I could let him develop. He's got the highest upside of anybody left on the board, most likely. The wide receiver, look, I'd love to take my guy in Jahan Dotson, but I don't have him ranked ahead of Hollywood Brown. And Hollywood Brown is sitting there because his team just traded Isaiah Simmons for a seventh and is a <laughs> just a swirling what, toilet bowl. What what year are we with it with Isaiah Simmons? Uh, they didn't Six, pick up his four, fifth year yeah. option, so that's got this has got to be this his is fourth year four. Season. So yeah. year four, at first a top ten pick into a seventh rounder. I, I excellent work. It, I, we hadn't had a chance to discuss this. What a joke! <laughs> I mean, what a joke! Also, congratulations, Giants. Yeah, because a player that can have meaningful snaps for you, and it was. Uh, I'm surprised the Cardinals didn't hold out for uh, an eighth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the non-existent. <laughs> I mean. 
he's going to be good. He don't hear what I'm not saying. He's been terrible, but he's been a cardinal. Yeah. You know? So he's going to go. Son Reddick says yeah. what? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Gosh. Brief detour to trash our hometown team. Uh, so oh, also since we're already detoured, Giants fans, you'll be happy to know. I'm really coming around on your on your team because I trashed you guys earlier this offseason. I, I I thought that you know it was all a sham and window dressing and things were going to fall apart, but I'm believing in what I see from this offense with Darren Waller and and I'm buying back into Dable. And who's throwing him the ball, Jay? I'm rising a little bit on Danny Dimes. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't open my mouth all the way when I said that. <laughs> he said, I'm rising a bit on Danny Dimes. I'm going to do the dumb thing here on the sleeper mock draft, and I'm going to try to gamble and bring and draft Tua in the eighth round, not here, to stack with Tyreek. So I will go Hollywood Brown. I think the value in the seventh round is ridiculous. And Dak, Ingram, and Joku, <laughs> and Javante off the board before Jason's pick. I mean, this is like a... Uh, I, I feel like we we did a mock draft earlier in the offseason. I was at 10, and it just it kept happening it was, th over is, and over. This is literally three rounds in a row. I wanted Mark Andrews. He went the pick before me in the third round. I wanted uh, Chris Godwin. He went the pick before me in the fifth round. I wanted Javante Williams. He went the pick before me. Why didn't I you, don't why didn't you like just pick the 11 spot. Yeah, you should have picked a 10. That's on you. Stupid team, 10. I don't like you. All right. Um, you do have to make a pick now. Javante is not going to be it. Yeah, Javante will not be the pick. Um, I was really hoping it would be. I, I'm i looking at my roster, and I like Jahan Dotson. I like Jordan Addison a lot, um, and I like James Cook. So I'm going to play the ADP game here and try to get two of those three players. Um, given the fact that – given the fact that um, – I like both Addison and Dotson. I'm going to take James Cook first. So okay. uh, that will add him to Saquon and Ramondre Stevens. Are you for <laughs> John Dotson goes next. So you got sandwiched. Cook and then Dotson and Addison. So you're my Are guy. Are you kidding? I wanted Dotson or Addison. <laughs> this is amazing. I, that's all I wanted. I'm like, oh, there's two of them. And, and. Dotson was really low in, in ADP, so Whoa. I took Cook to make sure I was safe. And then both of them, not one, both. This is ridiculous. This is beautiful. It's very entertaining. I, li yeah, I like what's happening. Uh, you have the 802 <laughs> to select here. I I take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, it, man. it's a, it's That's a good consolation. Yeah, Nick? someone to throw an IR. Uh, Montgomery goes next. Tony, Dylan, Brandon Cooks. It's back to me. Now, last time I did this, I messed around at quarterback, and it cost me. I would, if I didn't have Tyreek Hill on this team, I would actually select Deshaun Watson over Tua. But I don't see them that far apart. And the value of a stack, the entertainment, the fun of a stack, I'm going to take Tua here and solidify that position. I didn't want to hand a quarterback power pick off to Mike where he has two selections before I pick again. You know, we haven't talked about that enough. The, the We've talked about the value of a stack, the fact that it actually is injecting volatility that helps actually provide Ws. It's a smart strategy, not just in best ball, but in redraft leagues. But we haven't talked about the fun of a stack, the enjoyment and the entertainment and how long you get to stay in a game because yeah, you're yeah, down yeah. by a ton mm -hmm. in your weekly matchup and it's a, oh, you know, it's it, Sunday. Tyreek? And it just Tua? you. Until that game is over, you still have the hope because one deep pass when you've got the quarterback and the wide receiver, 
you get a 60-yard touchdown and you score 20 points, it's glorious. Exactly. All I right. love it. So I am on the clock. Um, I do. I still want to keep loading some wide receivers onto the team, but now I'm doing the grid watching of the draft. So team two, which they'll have two selections before me, they are pretty wide receiver heavy. Uh, team one there is balanced. So I'm trying to make my calculated decisions of I, I love Antonio Gibson, especially in this PPR situation. The Brian Robinson is the starter, but at least through preseason, what, what it looks like, it looks like they're alternating. And like not just a Antonio Gibson is playing only the McKissick role, only passing uh, situations, but they're just they're they're spelling each other, and that could turn. And if Gibson is the one who is a better pass catcher, that could turn into some real PPR value. And then of course Zay Flowers, uh, my darling, my, yeah, my 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 rookie love for this year. He is there. I. Don't know if he will make it back. Let's let's find out. I'm going to take Gibson here, and we'll find out if if I stopped and if I stop and smell the flowers here. And you do, Aaron Rodgers. You're done right, I do, baby. Penny Robinson. That's how you do it, Jay. Quentin. Schmitt. Ah, there it is. See your your strategy sucked. Mine was. I, did you hear me break down the I, corner? It was so good. Yeah, you didn't look at your, the other teams enough. I, I guess not. Um, the nice thing is I can't be sniped this round because my heart has stopped caring. And I don't. Stop beating. I target no one. I, you don't want to know who I want this next pick? I don't care. You got uh, Grinch heart? He, yeah, nobody's, exactly. Nobody's drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba with such sadness before. <laughs> Seriously, it's a great pick. Uh, Fryermuth and Beckham go next. I am going to take Khalil Herbert in the ninth round uh, because – that's great value. <laughs> starting, it is starting uh, running back. If the, my plan was, if I went Zay Flowers there and Gibson had not made it back, I probably would have taken Herbert. All right, um, Juju, Jamal, Anthony Richardson, Gabe Davis, Jason. You're on the clock. I don't know if you wanted Gabe Davis. Um, he would have been my selection, but I wanted nobody. <laughs> Right, um, right. I, but I, I it, had he been on the the board right now, he certainly would have been my pick. I think he has a great uh, season, a bounce back player, and in the ninth round, you know, you're you're just taking shots in a PPR. I am going to grab Elijah Moore here. Uh, I think he will be a heavily involved asset for the Browns. I talked him up uh, the other day, and then um, it looks like Deshaun Watson and Zach Charbonnet went. This is a full PPR. This is where the flex position, I'm, I want more shots at wide receiver than running back because they will score more uh, in, that, in that flex. So I'm going to take Cortland Sutton as well. So okay. uh, three wide receivers in a row here, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Elijah Moore, and Cortland Sutton added to the roster. And uh, I'm going to take my traditional final round or two tight end here. Uh, it's a PPR league. I'm going to take a guy that has – Surprise upside, and if it doesn't work, I've got a bunch of free agent tight ends I can use. Dalton Kincaid added to the roster in the 10th round. Mike, you are back on the clock. Zay Flowers last round. What a pick. Yeah, I was I was really happy with that, uh, that, that quick turn I had. I'm looking at quarterback now, and you, again, this is know your league. So for us, this is know the mock draft, and people – a.k.a. computers and bots, are they're not afraid to draft two quarterbacks occasionally, as Andy found out uh, this the, the last mock draft. 
And there's two. Well, I'm down to two quarterbacks that I am comfortable entering the season with. Geno Smith, who the the the, the Jackson Smith and Jigba injury, honestly, that that's that hurts the the next step that Geno Smith could possibly take if you're missing him for you know the first quarter of the season. That would really be a a, a bummer. And then of course I do have Darren Waller. And Daniel Jones is ranked just a couple spots ahead of Geno for me, so I'm going to take the stack, the giant stack that Jason is a huge fan of. Komet, Geno, uh, Jamison Williams, and Chigakonkwo. Mike, your final pick. You, it's wide open because you got everything you need. Right. So this is kind of a flyer opportunity here in your final, with your final selection. Yeah. So I want to. I feel pretty comfortable with those four running backs. Let me just look through here at the ADP. Tyler Algier, I mentioned him as a sleeper. I think that he's a strong option here. Tank Bigsby is a uh, a very strong option if you want to fly with a running back at the end of the draft. At the wide receiver position, I look. I'm I'm in on I'm Team Zay Flowers, but Rashad Bateman was the de facto number one wide receiver last year for the for the Baltimore Ravens. He just happened to get hurt. There is a world where Rashad Bateman is clearly and easily the number one wide receiver for the team, uh, but I don't want to double up on the Ravens. Sky Moore has been one of my favorite uh, late-round targets just in case he happens to take the next step. And, you know, that's the direction I'm going to go. I'm going to take Sky Moore. He's been getting the, the – what we, what we know so far about the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers are the starters, the true starters, are Valdez Scantling and Sky Moore. So we can be excited about – uh, Rasheed Rice, second round rookie. Uh, what? Who would Justin Watson is there? Justin Ross. Like, there's some exciting other guys to fly on it with in a deeper league. But Sky Moore is the starter. All right, my final pick is between two players. Uh, I want to mention Jonathan Mingo's name here because the, sure. the injury to DJ Chark, who was just my sleeper pick, it could shelve him for a while. They won't talk about the severity, but it don't look good. So they were very dodgy when talking very, about it. Yeah, like he could be he could be toast for a long time, which means Mingo is going to have a chance from day one. And I love taking late round rookie Agreed. wideouts with opportunities. I would I like it. It's a PPR pick. The problem I'm having is I have two running backs to consider here. Raheem Mostert is there. Yeah, the starter who will catch passes in Miami. And then this is not one I'll do because of what else is on the board. But there is some thought of drafting Zamir White with Josh Jacobs being on the shelf right now, not knowing for sure. Uh, it just feels bad if if Jacobs did miss some time and somebody else picks up Zamir White with, with relevance. If this was your team in, in, in real life, you're drafting, it's not a mock draft, I think you would. I would take Raheem Mostert. Over Zamir? Yes. I would because I'd rather if the if push came to shove on that week where Josh Jacobs missed – I would play Raheem yeah. Mostert. So yeah. that'll be the pick. Do you guys think? You it, thought I would take Zamir? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, it does cover your basis, but again, your your upside is you have faith that Jacobs is going to play, and then Mostert is there, and you can play both of those guys. I, the, al I also the, have Gibbs and Sanders and Herbert, yeah. so I, it wasn't going to be a situation where Zamir would see time. Play. Yeah. Do you think, and this is just, I'm, I'm throwing out a an outside-the-box question, because like not knowing how Josh McDaniels will handle it, do you think go like will he go right to Josh Jacobs? Like if Josh Jacobs walks in 
bef- right before the game and says, here's my contract. I signed it. Franchise tag. I'm your guy. Does he go right back into 70% of the snaps, or does week one he get 50% of the snaps? I think week one, 80% of the okay. snaps. <laughs> I think he just goes fully. He's just like, okay, okay. you're in. All right. Zemir, go, go get it's him a, a Gatorade. It's an important question. Because there's a human factor to it. There is, but this is the kind of human factor where I feel like the exact same about if it was Derrick Henry that had been waiting. like And, and Tajay Spears was playing well. It's like, okay, Derrick Henry's back in camp. Here you go. I think that's how they'd treat it. He's the rushing champ. Sure. And he's literally holding out because of his value on the roster. And he's by far the best running back. I mean, back. maybe one week you could see slightly less than you'd expect. That's um, I if, mean, it, of, if it goes long enough. Of like these, these like Zamir White has been in training camp this whole time, busting his butt for this team, doing everything they've asked him to do. Josh Jacobs has been training outside of camp, just not yeah, having to I, deal I with know, them. I and know. you... And football guys reward their players who are showing up and putting in the work. Just saying, uh, it. Uh, I'm more on your side of. I think Jacobs walks right into it, but it wouldn't shock me if Sunday morning we get a we get Jay Glazer's like. I'm hearing that Josh Jacobs is only going to get forty or fifty percent of the snaps. That's even more reason to play him. Isn't Jacob? <laughs> isn't Jacobs the worst Saturday news ever? Yes, it's always like, oh, I'm hurting. Oh, what what team did 200 he? Two hundred yards. He destroyed Seattle. Yeah, it was Seattle with they, a bad calf. Two hundred plus yards. Like not practicing the whole week. You thought, you, yeah. can you even start him this week? And then it was one of the most prolific performances of the season. Um, okay, final so pick, Jay. I'm on the clock here. There's two running backs. I hoped got back to me. They both did. Tank Bigsby and Jalen Warren. Love both of these guys. They're both. Uh, worthy of the pick, but I'm going to take the upside of Tank Bigsby, who I think can do something special without an injury in front of sure. him. Jalen Warren can be a flex option on certain weeks without an injury ahead of him, but I do think that his real upside will come if Najee were to go down. So Tank Bigsby added to the roster. Final thoughts on drafting at the 106. I was really happy with the roster. Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Hollywood at wide receiver. Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs, Miles Sanders, Khalil Herbert, and Raheem Mostert at running back with Tua and Dalton Kincaid in the onesie spots. I my teams at running back I have uh, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbs and Dobbins, Antonio Gibson at wide receiver. Chris Olave is going to have to do some heavy lifting and and truly be the player I think he's going to be. But I got Olave, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Zay Flowers, Sky Moore, Darren Waller. The Walrus is my tight end, and his quarterback, Daniel Jones, is my quarterback. From the 11 spot, I was sniped a bunch. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah, you're, my, you're on the ground, just you're bleeding out. I, I my team is my team is fine. I just wish it could have been a couple of different players. Three so, darts. I've, <laughs> uh, I've got Justin Fields at quarterback and Dallas Goddard at tight end. At running back, I've got Saquon Barkley, Ramondre Stevenson, James Cook, and Tank Bigsby. And then at wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Elijah Moore, and Cortland Sutton. All right. Hope you enjoyed that PPR mock draft. Dominate your draft with hey. Dominate your draft with Dominate I want to dominate my draft. This is my way of reminding you to head over to ultimatedraftkit.com <laughs> as we close this out. And, uh, For those of you that aren't able to attend in Los Angeles on Saturday for the Megala show, don't worry. 
You will get to enjoy that episode as it will be aired Monday on our YouTube channel. So you can watch it all. Thank you for joining us. Fantasy MVPs next week, Fantasy Time Machine next week, and a whole lot more. Join us at jointhefoot.com. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FF Ballers.